Hey everybody, it's Ryan. I hope you don't mind the minor interruption, but I had a few thoughts that I wanted to get off my chest and use this platform to hopefully do a little bit of good. Now and then, I think about one of my favorite blockbusters of all time. I think about The Dark Knight. Um, I think about that iconic interrogation scene and something the Joker says. He says, in reference to society, he says, their morals, their code. It's a bad joke. It's dropped at the first sign of trouble. They're only as good as the world allows them to be. I'll show you. When the chips are down, these civilized people, they'll eat each other. See, I'm not a monster. I'm just ahead of the curve. Heath Ledger notwithstanding, I think about that quote now and then because I think it makes me think about the nature, not of morals and code but the nature of forgiveness it makes me think about how hard forgiveness is not just to grant each other but how hard it is not to want to take it back i mean if somebody crosses you forget about the fact that you're probably not eager to give them a pass what happens when they cross you again will you think about what they've just done or will you batch it in with what they did before and start a tally and if you do how fair is that? Can anyone in life truly atone for their sins in the eyes of another if we are unable to forgive and forget? I mean, I'm not perfect. And I'm willing to bet you're not perfect. This is something that affected me this week. But I really believe it affects all of us. We have trouble asking for forgiveness from each other and just as much trouble granting it. It's actually funny to think about this week where forgiveness is concerned because I had another brush with clemency in a smaller way. In my regular coffee shop, I make a bit of a smart-ass remark, and my usual barista wasn't in a mood for it, and she got gruff. I apologized in the moment, took my coffee, and went to my table. Five minutes later, completely unprovoked, over she came to apologize for being gruff, saying that I was the victim of a bad afternoon. Now, the funny thing is, she didn't have to say anything. But that little moment of owning her reaction, owning what had just taken place between the two of us, it really took the sting out of the moment, like a cold cloth on a bruise. And I wonder who of us would do that. Now, I want to take a second here and be clear, because there are people in this world who have truly been hurt. There are people who have been abused, people who have been manipulated, people who have been marginalized. I am not for a moment suggesting that if great trauma has befallen you, that you should absolutely forgive your transgressor. No, that is entirely up to you and your own journey of self-care. What I am talking about is everyday offenses. The people we know who say too much or do too little, the people who get on your nerves and offend while trying to be helpful. I'm talking about the friend who says stupid shit at the bar on a Friday or your sister who picks on you for how you wear your hair. These people, sometimes, if they see how they are doing you wrong, they might actually own up to what they've done and apologize. But what then? Should you say too late and put them on the list? Should you tear them down and talk not only about the offense, but about every other offense they've ever made? Or should you consider accepting the apology and moving forward, truly moving forward? 
That's the hard part, isn't it? Moving forward? I mean, how does one forget what happened? Does asking forgiveness mean only that? Or is there silently an addendum? Please forgive this and forget it. Look, I'm not going to sit here and spew sunshine at you and say that any of this shit is easy. I struggle with it all the time, asking forgiveness and granting it. But that's the whole point. It's not easy. So if the people we know come to us in contrition, maybe that needs to be respected a bit more than we'd like. Maybe we need to see that bowed head and lowered eyes and give it a certain measure of grace. It's not easy to say we've screwed up. But you know what? I'll do that right now. I have screwed up in my family. I've screwed up in my marriage. I've screwed up with my friends. I've screwed up with coworkers and contemporaries in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. What's more, I haven't always asked for forgiveness or owned my mistakes. And that is a whole other level of screw up. So for that, I must be open to forgiving others when they screwed up as should we all. Right about now, you're probably asking yourself why I'm talking about any of this and why I'm cluttering up your podcast feed when all you want to hear is how excited I am for the next comic book movie. I'm super excited, by the way. Next March, Captain Marvel can't come soon enough. But I guess I'm talking about this because I want to take a rotten moment in my own week, my own life, and possibly turn it into something good. I want someone else to gain a positive experience from my lousy one. We don't want to forgive because we're a society that believes in consequences. We believe there should be punishment to the crime, whether it's a life sentence or five minutes in the corner for timeout. But then what? What next? Do the people who cross us walk around with notches carved into their skin for every misdeed? A constant reminder? What about the slights they don't even know they've made? What then? How long until all of this eventually changes our opinion of them? When they've taken on so much debit, they can't possibly ever pay it off. That's why I believe in forgiveness. It allows us to keep people close. It allows us to understand, as is mentioned in a film I love, Dead Man Walking, that we are all worth so much more than our worst mistake. We are inherently good, as the wise Jewish girl once said. Not just when it suits us as the Joker suggests, but indeed when the chips are down, when it is most difficult. The alternative is to hold tight to grievances, to say that no matter how sorry you are or how much harder you try, that you did something. It happened. There's no getting Dr. Strange to use his little time stone and undo it all. This approach, not accepting an apology, not forgiving, not forgetting, it's poison. It checkers the way we see and the way we act. We can't trust. We can't find peace. It ultimately breeds cynicism, toxicity, division, and dwelling. We push people away. Or we don't let them in in the first place. We grow anxious. We become saddened. And we get angry. And anger doesn't help anyone or anything. So I think that's what I want to end with, to express that I hope the next time you screw up that you can find the courage to let go of your own anger and ask forgiveness. It's hard, and the person you ask will hopefully see that. 
I hope the next time someone vexes you and seeks forgiveness, that you can release your own anger and grant it and not dismiss them. It's hard, and the person will know that. Not only do I hope you can forgive, but I hope, too, that you can forget. Because that is just as important in letting go of one's anger. Because again, anger doesn't help anyone or anything. I had a bit of a profound moment at the movies this summer, and it came in the Mr. Rogers documentary of all places, Won't She Be My Neighbor? And it came with Mr. Rogers reciting the lyrics to a song on his show. And that's what I want to leave you with because I believe that anger and letting go of it is key to forgiveness. So when it comes time to ask forgiveness or to grant it, I want you to think of the words of the song. What do you do with the mad that you feel when you feel so mad you could bite? When the whole world seems oh so wrong and nothing you do seems right. What do you do? Do you punch a bag? Do you pound some clay or some dough? Do you round up friends for a game of tag? Or see how fast you go? It's great to be able to stop when you've planned a thing that's wrong. Be able to do something else instead. And think this song. I can stop when I want to. I can stop when I wish. I can stop, stop, stop anytime. And what a good feeling to feel like this and know that the feeling is mine. Know that there's something deep inside that helps us become what we can. For a girl can be someday a woman and a boy can be someday a man. Thanks for listening.